Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Today, you are cordially invited to a dead wedding. These are stories about brides and grooms and what goes wrong when you love someone to death. First, we'll listen to a new take on the urban legend of the missing bride. Then, we'll learn about the origins of La Sayona, escape an entity at Bride's Pool, and pick up a hitchhiker in Venezuela. I receive hundreds of amazing story submissions every single week. As always, the first story you hear is one that I've chosen to animate and post over at youtube.com snarled. Then I read a few more stories for this podcast. If you have a tale you're dying to share, send me an email at somethingscary@snarled.com. So, wanna hear something scary? The following story is a new take on an old urban legend. There once was a couple, Daniel and Melinda, who seemed to be over the moon in love. One of the things that brought them together was their competitive nature. They liked to push each other to be the best versions of themselves. Of course, all the competitiveness was friendly and well-intentioned. It sometimes meant silly little games of tag here and there, or maybe some nights of hide-and-seek. They were both sort of adult children. After many years, they became engaged and were off to the races, competing with each other to see who could find the best venue for the best price. But there was one point of tension in the relationship. Daniel was incredibly jealous of Melinda's best friend from childhood, Angelica. He was convinced that this so-called friend was in love with his bride-to-be and she would try and sabotage the wedding by any means possible. Melinda always had to reassure him that he was overthinking things and that there was nothing to worry about. You have no reason to feel this way. Angelica is my oldest friend. Just tell me this, Daniel asked. Did you ever have feelings for her? Melinda paused. Yes, I have. But it was years ago, please, you have to understand. Daniel wasn't happy with this answer. You have to uninvite her. Are you crazy? She's in my bridal party. I can't uninvite her. I honestly don't know if I can handle seeing her there. It's our wedding day. It's supposed to be perfect. The couple stared at each other, both silently challenging the other to give in first. Melinda sighed. If that's what will make you happy, I'll talk to her. Months later, the day of the wedding arrived. The engaged couple had forgotten about their past arguments and were just happy that the day had come. 
Melinda ended up finding the best venue for the best price, her parents' large and lavish Victorian mansion. The ceremony was going to be held outside in the gorgeous gardens, and the reception would take place inside. The guests were filing in and finding their seats, while Melinda was hiding from sight near the end of the aisle. Suddenly, Daniel appeared next to her. Danny, you're not supposed to see She's me. here. Why is she here? You told me she wasn't going to come. Oh my God, she's sitting in the back. She's not in the bridal party anymore. You literally don't have to see or speak to her. Well, I did see her, and I just can't believe you'd do this to me. Really? You're gonna do this right now? At this point, the couple's voices were rising, causing the guests to turn and look over at them. Hey, you know what will be fun? Why don't we play a game of hide and seek with all the guests? That always cheers you up. And afterwards, I can talk to Angelica again. Deal? Daniel exhaled. I'm so sorry. I know I'm being ridiculous. I know that. I know she's important to you, and it's not fair of me to act this way. I love you. I love you too. Now let's play, albeit. The guests are all informed of the game of hide and seek before the ceremony, and they willingly participate. Melinda closed her eyes and began counting backwards from 30, and everyone scattered to find a hiding spot. The property was huge, so there was plenty of space. Ready or not, here I come! Melinda grew up in this house and knew every nook and cranny, so she had no problem finding everyone. Except for one person, the groom. So all the other guests began to help Melinda look for him. Melinda heard some people whispering that they thought Daniel might have gotten cold feet and ran away. After they searched the entire property, Melinda collapsed to the floor in tears. Angelica approached her. I know this isn't what you want to hear, but I think I saw Daniel running out the gates during the game. I mean, he could be coming back, but I don't know. I'm so sorry, Mel. The wedding was clearly no longer happening, so the guests returned to their cars and headed home, while Angelica continued to comfort the bride. You're my best friend, and I will always be here for you. Remember? She held out her pinky finger. Together forever? The bride smiled, wiped the tears from her eyes, and hooked her pinky onto Angelica's and said, no matter whatever. Years went by. Angelica and Melinda became closer than ever. Memories of old crushes resulted in casual dates, which led to a surprisingly fast engagement. The wedding venue? Melinda's parents' Victorian mansion. Melinda's parents felt a little strange that their daughter would want to plan a wedding at their home again, but they just wanted her to be happy. So Angelica, Melinda, and her parents began to clean out the manor. Melinda went upstairs to see if she could find some tablecloths and decor to use for the wedding. That's when she noticed a door. It wasn't there when she was a kid. Mom, was this door always here? Melinda shouted down the stairs to her mom, who replied, Oh, we added that room a couple years ago for extra storage. Melinda opened it to find a very messy and dusty room filled with boxes and furniture. In the middle of the room was a large antique trunk. There was a lock with the key still inside. Curious, she turned it and hoisted the heavy lid with both hands. Immediately, a putrid stench seeped out through the open crack. As new air flew in, old air came out. She dropped the lid on the side and covered her nose. She peered inside and her eyes went wide. 
The rotting corpse of a man, face stretched in anguish, lay battered and broken within the trunk. There were scratch marks highlighted with dried blood on the inside of the lid. The man's skin was leathery and stiff, just like the suit that hung across his gray flesh, the dusty and rumpled suit of Daniel. Melinda heard footsteps behind her. She turned around to find Angelica in the doorway. Angie, you said you saw him leave the property. You, you knew he was in here, didn't you? Angelica continued to stare, face devoid of all emotion. Angie, did you do this? We made a promise, Mel, and I wasn't going to let anyone get in between us. Don't you remember? She held out her pinky. Together forever, no matter whatever. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. And now, more Something Scary. The following is the origin story of a Venezuelan ghost called La Sayona, which refers to the white dress she's seen wearing. There once was a young woman named Casilda. She lived in a small town in the plains of Venezuela and was known throughout as the most beautiful. She had a radiant energy that people were drawn to. The only other woman whose beauty equaled hers was her mother. Casilda was not a jealous woman, but would always find it a bit odd when her husband Roberto would shower her mother with excessive compliments. She's my mother-in-law, Roberto would say. They love being buttered up like that. One night, Casilda was swimming naked in a nearby river, as she did every night. She heard rustling nearby and turned to look, but found nothing there. The following night, she heard rustling again, but still could not find the source. The next night, when the rustling returned, she finally saw what it was. A man from her town was watching her from afar. Casilda recognized him. He was the local baker, and they were well acquainted with each other. 
She covered her chest with her long hair and sunk further under the water to shield her body from sight. Dominic, have you been watching me every night? How dare you invade my privacy? You need to leave. I, I, I'm sorry, Casilda, Dominic apologized. I truly mean no harm, but I've been meaning to tell you something very important. You see, every night that uh, you bathe in this river, your husband leaves the house, and uh, he, he visits your mother. I don't understand. Why is this so important for me to know? Casilda inquired, still annoyed. She could tell that Dominic was struggling to form the words. He, um, they, uh, well, they're having an affair. The words sent a shockwave through her body. She no longer shivered in the cold night river water. She was now steaming with rage. Casilda put on her clothes and ran back home. She found her husband peacefully asleep in their bed, holding their baby boy. She locked all the doors and windows from the outside, struck a match, and burned the house down. Then she went to her mother's house, a block away. Her mother was on the patio. Casilda, what's happening to your home? Casilda plunged a machete into her mother's stomach. What are you doing? Giving you what you deserve. As she struggled to breathe, her mother looked her daughter straight in the eyes. When you die, I curse your spirit to remain on this earth forever in misery. Casilda laughed and ran to the creek to wash off all the blood. But as she went in, she slipped on a rock, cracked her head, and was swept away in the current. And now, her spirit remains on this earth, appearing to men who have been unfaithful to their wives and punishing them. So beware of La Siona. So that version of the urban legend is the most uh, well-known and common one. Uh, but there are a few versions that are a little more graphic, a little bit more gruesome. There's some details I decided to leave out. So uh, if you are interested, I highly recommend searching La Siona and uh, reading about exactly how she punishes those men. If you're fascinated by the darker sides of humanity, join us every week on our podcast, Serial Killers, where we go deep into notorious true crime cases. With significant research and careful analysis, we examine the psyche of a killer, their motives and targets, and law enforcement's pursuit to stop their spree. Follow Serial Killers wherever you get your podcasts and get new episodes every Monday. This next story is submitted by Nicole, who met someone at Bride's Pool in Hong Kong. My family and I are nature lovers, and we have always loved to go hiking in our free time around Hong Kong. My story takes place four years ago. We found this place online called Bride's Pool in a country park, which has a beautiful waterfall that flows like white silk. Not many people had been there since it was pretty secluded. It really excited me to see this place and take some pictures for Instagram, so we headed off to the country park the following weekend. We arrived on a Sunday morning. The hiking trail was not really a challenge, just a few slopes, and most of them were not that steep. Anyways, after walking for an hour, my parents decided to sit down on the side of the trail to take a break. 
I told them that I was going to explore more around the area. Mom was worried that I might get lost, so she told my brother to come with me. We set off into the tall trees as I followed the sound of the waterfall. Not much longer after, we reached a rocky path that led to a river, and at the end of the river, there was the waterfall that I was dying to see. I quickly gave my phone to my brother and asked him to help me take some pictures. I started doing some goofy poses at the edge of the rocky river. My brother kept laughing at me as he tried different filters. We were just having fun and being silly. But then he stopped laughing. His smile faded away as he slowly narrowed his eyes, looking behind me. Who's that? He asked. I slowly turned around. Maybe around seven to eight meters away from us, there was a woman. She had long black hair and was wearing a red chipao. She was sitting on a rock with her feet touching the surface of the water. We couldn't see her face as she was turned to the other side, facing the waterfall. She was humming a quiet tune while combing only one part of her hair repeating her actions over and over again. Hey, my brother shouted to her. There was no response. Be careful over there. The woman didn't seem to hear us, probably because our voices were overpowered by the waterfall. But something didn't feel right. I looked at my brother. I think we should go. But my brother's curiosity got the better of him. He slowly walked towards her. Hey, I was talking to you. He shouted. Still, no response. She continued combing her hair, humming the same tune. My brother placed both of his feet in the river, prepared to cross and get closer to the woman, but then the humming stopped. The woman slowly put down her comb. My brother froze. Hello? He asked again. The woman turned around and lunged toward my brother. He screamed and I jumped in the water, trying to pull my brother away from her. He broke free and grabbed my hand and we ran back into the woods and back to our parents. We told them everything that happened. Whether or not they believed us, they could see how flustered and terrified we were. So they decided it was best for us to go home. My brother and I wanted to call the police and show them the photos we took near the river. My photos were in my phone all right, but on the opposite side of the rock... There was no one. That woman was not in those photos at all. But my brother swears she was on the phone screen when he took the pictures. That's how he saw her in the first place. Four years have passed, and I just went back to Bride's Pool last Sunday to have a barbecue with friends. I decided to tell my friends about what had happened with my brother long ago. After I finished my story, most of my friends reacted with good-natured laughs. But my friend Beth was quiet. I noticed her staring at me and asked what was wrong. You know why this place is called Bride's Pool, right? And of course, none of us did, so she began to explain. Apparently many years ago, during a stormy night, a Chinese bride was being carried in a sedan chair to meet her husband. But as they passed by the waterfall, one of the four porters slipped, and one by one, they all fell into the river, where they all drowned. Her body was never found. Then what happened? I asked. Her spirit, Beth whispered, is still here, waiting to drag others down with her. I couldn't sleep that night, and I vowed never to return to Bride's Pool ever again. 
Thank you, Nicole, for sharing that story with me. Uh, If for whatever reason you still happen to have those photos, I would love to see them. So feel free to email them to me. And our final story is another Venezuelan urban legend about the bride who haunts the road to La Guaira. There's a 30-kilometer highway in Venezuela that connects Caracas to the town of La Guaira, where something terrible occurred last century. In the 1950s, there was a young woman named Maria Jose Cadenas, who was a young thrill-seeker from Caracas. She spent her weekends on the Venezuelan beaches. She loved to dance and party and was truly a social butterfly. That is, until one weekend, when she met a boy who lived on the coast. They shared a similar adventurous lifestyle and immediately fell in love. But they lived in different towns and would count the days until the weekend when they could reunite at the beach. A few months later, they decided to get married, and since Maria had no family, The couple planned a simple ceremony in the middle of the beach where they met. On the day of the wedding, decked in her best white dress, Maria took a taxi that would take her from Caracas to the coastal town of La Guaira, where the ceremony would take place. However, halfway along the road, the taxi broke down, leaving the anxious bride-to-be without transportation. Maria got out of the taxi and stood on the side of the road with her thumb out. Eventually, a driver stopped and offered her a ride. Maria gratefully hopped in the back seat and was too distracted to notice the strong smell of liquor on the driver's breath. Moments later, the driver swung around the road and the bride whipped around in the back seat. The driver was going way too fast down the highway. They came to a sharp curve and the driver lost control. The car careened off the road and fell into the jagged rocks below. Maria's fiancé waited all day at the beach and only went home after the sun had gone down. He assumed Maria got cold feet, and so he moved to another country to escape this painful memory. But Maria never left. Her spirit remained on the road. They say that if you're driving down that road, you'll see a woman in a white dress carrying a bouquet. If you stop to give her a ride, you'll be encased in the pleasant smell of her jasmines. And when you reach that dangerous curve, she'll shout in your ear, This is where I lost my life! and disappear, leaving only her bouquet in the back seat. Some drivers have lost control in that moment, and others have been lucky enough to live to tell of their encounter with the Bride of La Guaira. Thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code SS for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. If you would like to submit a story, please send me an email at somethingscary@snarled.com. This podcast is also available in video form on youtube.com snarled. Until next time, sweet dreams. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.